Tom Bernard Show with JB, Melissa Kirk, Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kick off hour two, Tom Bernard Show. Kick. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business that started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Do, 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 do. Uh-oh, somebody's husband's coming home on Sunday, so she's all excited. <laughs> I know, I miss him. Well, that's a good thing. Plus, yeah. you got all those kids to corral by yourself. Yeah, I know, I'm going to need a vacation. Yeah. 11 kids. Just say what my mother said to us. What? what? Uh, I wish my name was the S word, Yeah. so you couldn't call me. <laughs> yeah. I like it. But then my smart brother, who's who was a principal for thirty something years, said the S word in front of B. Really? He gets slapped, and then he B? got and he got slapped. Well, see, there you go. That's like, how it should. Be. I was like, see, that's how it should be. Thought you were smart, didn't you? That <laughs> all works yeah, out Dave, in the end. Yeah, Dave has been gone since last Thursday morning, so it'll be nice when he gets home. He gets yeah. home at 7 o'clock Sunday night, so I'm You need excited. to bring in reinforcements when he leaves. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's... and it, Well, it helps, though, that the kids are in school during the yeah, day. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, how many actually live at home now? Um, six. Oh, yeah. Six. <laughs> yep. Five don't live at home. <laughs> yeah, well, they're adults. <laughs> the look on his He's face is like, like, what, what? The They're not all my biological children. I, that's exactly what I was wondering. Because <laughs> yeah. you, no. you're not 30, are you? I'm 37. Oh, really? Oh, no. yeah. Does you look well, a lot younger more kids. You look really young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Apparently. you got some youth left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably pump out a few. A few pump more kids. Pump out a few. No, isn't that I'm like a pet dispenser when it comes to kids. Do you have crops that they're tilling? or something or what do you are you I making sh- wallets <laughs> i know do you have I, a chocolate factory no i plan on having like a professional football team eventually that's a just, good idea yes yeah, so it, it's a family affair nepotism you know great but uh no it, he's got uh, some adult children uh mm-hmm. that are married and have you know kids of their own and everything and then uh he has one young his youngest son who is nine does he he lives with his mom but he's got his three kids, and I got my three boys. So it's like a Brady Bunch situation. Yeah, and my, our last name is Schrader, so the we called Brady ourselves Bunch. the Schrady Bunch. Very nice. Yes. Oh, Very nice. good. Yeah, God. I know. Here we go. <laughs> and do they like each other? Do they oh, yeah, stab we, each other? No. Do they... Actually, we all, 
we they all get along great. I mean, there's they get along tip. as well as teenagers can get along right. with anyone. Yeah, right. actually, you know, the two that is the two teenage girls are the ones that, and they're sisters. Okay. So, but that's typical mm-hmm. behavior mm-hmm. for them. Um, but yeah, they actually they all get along great. Every once in a while, there'll be a tiff here and there. But other than that, I'm uh, guessing tiff. even the men's periods are all synced up. At this point. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Well, I know we got. I have uh, my my two oldest boys. I have an 11 year old and a 14 year old. Right. And then uh, Dave's oldest son, that's in the home, is 16. Okay. So they all get along great. But yeah, I mean, we have raging hormones right now, and my youngest wow. one is six, and he's just like, and he's the one that like he's like the monkey wrench you throw in, and then he has a temp- temper tantrum, and I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go lock myself in the closet and cry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I do. That's my. Uh, you know, Therapy. my little vacay. <laughs> Go Crying in the closet. <laughs> sure. Wow. That's great. That's going to be my the name of your book. Better. Yeah, crying in my closet. Crying in the closet. <laughs> well, I'm just crying in my closet. I can't even go to the bathroom. Children. I'll go to the like bathroom it. and not even a minute. Knock, knock, knock. Crying. Mom, 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 mom. Oh, Winnie, Catherine's Winnie. Catherine's the same way with me. Tom, come on in the bathroom, Tom. If it makes you what feel you better, that? our cats like to watch me poop, well, and it's kind of a, a hot spot. They, <laughs> they compete for who gets to oh, see the show. The bathroom door cats well, they, aren't happy well, about that. Thing, yeah, yeah. The one thing I did notice: my kid never said anything to me until I got on the phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, and then yeah. he started talking to me. And everything's mm-hmm. an emergency. Dad, dad. It's like not see well, that I'm on the phone. There's a reason they say that. Having a dog is like training for children because dogs do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They do. As soon as you start, you get on the phone or the computer, they're like, "What about me?" Crawling all over, all over your lap, trying to get your attention. Well, yeah, because I mean, we have five cats in the house too. <laughs> so, Jesus. So, like, if it's not the kids, it's the cats, and I have two kittens, and like, I go to the bathroom. And the next thing I know, I see about four sets of different paws. They're going underneath the door, <laughs> going like this, yeah. or they sneak in the bathroom. And I don't realize it. Next thing I know, I look up and they're sitting on the bathroom sink staring at me just, you know. <laughs> I'll have to show you a picture. Uh, the uh, It was about a month ago. I went to go. It was early in the morning. And I'm like, okay, I need my coffee. I went over to my Keurig. And next thing I know, one of the cats was sitting behind the Keurig on the counter. And all I wow. could see were eyes. Oh, that's <laughs> so I took yeah, a picture. I just that, popped up over true. the Keurig. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it's warm. Yeah, those things are stay warm. Cats love it. Warm. Yeah. My trick for when a cat is reaching under the bathroom door is you just take a <laughs> piece of toilet pop. paper and you give it to him. Keeps him occupied for a good five minutes. Something to it's play fun. with. It's absolutely true. He's off. Tonight, tomorrow night, Royal Comedy Theater in Hopkins, Spencer Dobson in studio, 8 o'clock tonight, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, right? Yes, sir. Excellent. That was a night. That was a, you had uh, Morta all whipped up yesterday. <laughs> he was all jacked up yesterday. Uh, I've known Dave forever. Yeah, like I said on the on the thing, we started literally on the same day. Oh, really? really? Yeah, at Stevie Ray's on Nicollet Avenue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a long time ago. Stevie Ray's. Yeah. That, Stevie Ray's is out of business now. Well, the location itself is a a wing place and <laughs> like uh, some kind of uh, ethnic food place next to it. Oh, really? But but he I think is with the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Yeah, oh, and okay. he does classes and stuff like that. Yeah, he's still he's around. Oh, it's Five hundred one Seventy Eighth Street in Chanhassen. Okay. I'm not sure. I think his mullet stuck around <laughs> longer <laughs> than the venue. Well, yeah, but that might be gone by now. Although he might have a salt and pepper mullet. I could find that out on Possibly. Facebook. I can see that. Salt and Pepper Mullet would be a great name for like a cover band, though, if you wanted to. I agree. Get or crying some... in my closet. Crying yeah. in my closet with crying my Salt and Pepper closet. Mullet. That's going to be good as well. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> the expose of a mother done mad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, You'll see J- me an episode of Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> JB, I got to run one by from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some guy at an independent school down in uh, in just north of Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, sent a, a text message or a Facebook posting to he thought his friend, but he sent it out to the world. Uh-oh. Oh dear! And it said because you were talking about the uh, Houston Texans, their mm-hmm. football team, and he said, "Let's be honest, making precision decisions, you can't trust a black quarterback." <laughs> Uh, but then, <laughs> why would you even put those words down on yeah. your screen, Anything. much less send them but, out? But wasn't 
hasn't that been the that thought for the longest at that position? No one's allowed to say it, but yeah. Well, but, but two, that's, uh, that's two black quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl, right? But it's always been it was always that thought for a long time. Yeah. Black quarterbacks. It's changing, but yeah, it and really black was. Uh, head coaches. It was like they don't have the makeup to do that. Tony Dungy won the Super Bowl. <laughs> right? Yeah, Tony and, Dungy's one of the nicest the, guys. And the ever. guy that replaced him at, that still does, yeah. still has the Steelers. Mike Tomlin, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. they used to say that in basketball a long time ago. That was about white people. Though. Yeah, well, yeah. It was thank the, you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is it is it just me when I watch basketball though, and they have white players? It looks awkward to me. Yeah, it, it is weird. <laughs> oh, is that's it, nice. It is. It's like, tell Kevin McHale you said it's, that. It's, it's like, oh, does he make a Wish Foundation? Why don't you know, with this guy? It, it, to me, it just—it looks. It doesn't. No, it's just—it's just reverse tokenism. Is that what? Because I, yeah. it's not that it's a bad. It just looks yeah, odd. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like was, one of these things is not like the other type of thing. I was know? telling some people about a uh, co-ed intramural softball team I had at the U one year when I was a student many years ago, and we had one white female who was she happened to be a college athlete. She played basketball at the university. And our team name was Total Darkness. <laughs> total dark, total darkness. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Well, today's moron is a New Jersey sheriff recorded making disparaging remarks about African Americans and the state's first Sikh attorney. In a statement released by a spokesman, Bergen County Sheriff Michael Sadino. Well, he's Italian. What do you expect him to do? Oh, there we go. Right? Let's just heap on the racism. <laughs> did he say disparaging remarks, or did he just say they don't know how to make a good spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll see. That might have been it. They don't know anything gravy. about pasta. Uh, not representative of what uh, of the person that I am, and they're in no way consistent with the manner in which I have conducted my life personally and as a law enforcement officer or actually a law enforcement professional Mm-mm. over the last 46 years. On the recording, Sardino was heard saying Attorney General Gerber Grewal was appointed because of the turban. <laughs> and he also said Murphy's policies would allow blacks to come in, do whatever the F they want, smoke their marijuana, do this, do that, and don't worry about it. We'll tie the hands of the cops. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody jump in. But he sounds great. What a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, let me put this in there then. Without question, the comments made on that recording are appalling, and anyone using racist, homophobic, and hateful language is unfit for public office. So there you go. I'm guessing the seat guy's going to show up and try and do his job, <laughs> and then he's going to get a hard time about his hat for about, um, uh, probably forever. But I'm guessing he doesn't even wear a turban. Oh, he does wear yeah. What's his name? He, uh, his name is Gerber, G-E-R-B-E-R, Greval, G-R-E-W-A-L. And then they're going to bond over the fact that they don't like black quarterbacks, and everybody yeah. will be yeah. fine. Then it'll be come out just fine. And we'll fight about where to get pizza for lunch, and everybody will move on with their lives. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Andy. It's G U R B I R. Yeah. Um, Graval. Does he? Is he wearing a turban? He is. Yeah. He, the, yeah. Sikhs wear wear a turban, and Sikhs always get confused with with other Muslim. Mm-hmm. Right. Sex. And Sikhs, Sikhs isn't a Muslim. It's not sex. a Muslim thing. It's and turbans very are, peaceful. And if you give it a shot, turbans are actually very cool. And I would, if if I could rock a turban. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't I think could I could either. pull it off. But I don't think I could. It's pull a, it's it a off fancy either. hat. I'll give it that. I think you're all also right. And then the last thing. This is a three beat thing. Uh, I can't remember who said it. Uh, it was a politician made a joke about uh, this whole. Kavanaugh thing. He said, ah, oh, this Kavanaugh thing's getting carried out over the top. I mean, let's face it, this goes way back. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was once uh, felt up by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Too soon, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, for Lincoln? Too soon for Lincoln? <laughs> he got shot in the head for his efforts. So. What, well. what context did he say that in? Uh, he was just talking about how they should just get rid of all this Kavanaugh stuff and just go ahead and vote him in. And but was he on the news? Was he? Yeah, he was at the. No, actually, he was at a political debate against his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he's dumb. I don't know yeah, what to tell yes. you. That's a funny. That's a funny comment. It I'm is curious, a funny. But comment. think of. But the read part. the room, dummy. I was going to say that's funny, but it shouldn't be said by a politician. Not in a. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> 
That it doesn't. Yeah. Boy, the headlines today, man. You get days. You cannot. Here's a headline, and I've not seen this story yet. Lawsuit: Southwest Airlines employees had a whites-only break room. What? No, what? It didn't. That's what it says. That's what it says. I don't believe that. Worst, I don't, yeah. Again. What's the source? <laughs> uh, the source is uh, MSN News. Wow. Again, I said it the first hour. There is such a thing as Seth segregation. Segregation. <laughs> I like to say segregation. 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 Yeah. Segregation. People Did you say just set set segregation. No. Self. Self. Oh, self. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. People. Okay. Sit yeah, that's true. Or go or move where they're comfortable. Yeah. Well, that might be true if you've got a cafeteria and everybody sits at the same table with their sure. same buddies, but to have a separate room would be different. Yeah, that's right? not okay. Yeah, no. Period. Not, yeah. If, not if there is... I don't, I'm not buying the premise that this room was like stated somewhere assigned whites only. Well, I did have a sign up on the door, but you ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me and Philip just keep showing up. Yeah, you and Philip keep showing up. Shy shows up. You know. When you'll get the hint. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you something. It's been so gloomy and rainy and cold here lately. Yeah, breezy. The sun all the just came out. The sun came out. And I thought the building was on fire. I know. <laughs> what the hell is that bright thing? It's been a bad week. What's that yellow thing in the sky? Oh, nice God. <laughs> A former Southwest Airlines employee has filed a lawsuit against the airline claiming extreme race discrimination. Jamel Parker's lawsuit ex- accuses Southwest of allowing employees to create a whites-only break room at Hobby Airport. Where's that? Where is that? Where is Hobby Airport? Hobby. New Jersey. Wait, no, not New Jersey. Is it New Jersey? No, Newark, Hobby New Jersey. Airport. Yeah. Parker, who was fired by Southwest in 2017, says he learned about the so-called WB from a black supervisor when he started working for the airline in 2013. Well, was this an actually whites-only deal, or did they just perceive it as whites? That's, That's what I'm trying to say. The story was the black supervisor said that it's better to not go in there because it's the white room, and he didn't go in there, and basically... So it's unofficial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they Still not okay. It's people... The black people didn't want to go in there because it was perceived as the white break room, which made it the white break room, <laughs> so then only white people went in there, and so forth and so forth. Oh, God. <laughs> it's basically how all Sounds neighborhoods odd. start. Right. You, I'm not moving there. My people aren't there. And then huh. it becomes your people aren't there. And then they get upset because their people aren't there. Okay, he's got some self-defeating arguments here. Mm-hmm. Parker alleges black employees are held to a higher standard than their white counterparts. Parker was fired after he ran over a power cord at an airport and failed to report it. <laughs> yeah, let's not be running that's, over that's power cords. That's also, they, these are two different issues all of a sudden. They are. It's yeah. not yeah. a very high standard. Thanks. Running over power cables is bad if you don't tell anyone you yeah. did it. I don't know why whites only break room. Why would it? Why would you care about that in 2018? For God's sake, where's Javier? It's Houston. That's oh, that's the Houston airport. It's H O U. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, hobby. the news today is just mm-hmm. over that uh, Booker. You know the guys uh, having a fit about Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1992, Booker admitted to groping a woman and molesting her, and apparently. Now that's coming back to haunt him because he's going after Kavanaugh in a big way. So now they'll go at Cory Booker. They'll go after him now. It's just, man. Uh, None of this is right. But, and I said this last year on the podcast, when does somebody from my sixth grade class, classmate, come up and say that I did something? Yeah, there you go. You know, because, you know, adolescent boys were stupid. I gotta take a break. We'll be right back. Sorry. We'll continue with JB's tirade (laughs) right after this, Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of 92.5 pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March, and in just over five months, I learned about clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. I'm now on the reset phase, and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, September 17th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. 
Nutrimost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. I guarantee you that. Register for the Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner. It is on September 17th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. Woo, Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> Woo, yeah. I can't that? get my voice that high. Who's that directed at you? Oh. What, Mr. Big Stuff? <laughs> no, she's talking about her husband, Mr. Oh. Big Stuff. Oh, Mr. I Big got Stuff's it. coming home on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it's all true. You guys know who Addison Russell is? Plays for the uh, Cubs, I guess? Yes. You know who he is? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's not going to be able to play tonight after her ex wife wrote post alleging abuse. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, the Major League Baseball has the <clears throat> toughest uh, spousal abuse. I mean, it it could be fifty games. I don't understand with men that abuse women. My father never abused my mother because she would have whipped his ass anyway. <laughs> but in any case, I just what is the great thrill in working women over? I don't understand that. Why do guys do that? It's, uh, it's all displaced anger. Right. Yeah. Displaced, displaced anger. Who they displaced, they misplaced. Learn, yeah, they don't, they don't well, learn he, how to handle their you emotions. You said your dad didn't hit your mother, but he hit you. He hit me, yeah. Right. That's so right. he just... Softer he found, target. Right. He found another target. What do you mean mm-hmm. softer target? <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be. Yeah. He's softer just, target. Tough. He's ragging on you today. <laughs> I know. He's all over me. My dad was mental, too. Yeah, I heard that. Probably because you almost ran him over yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why. Where's that? Probably why. Well, my parents were at work all the time. I got nothing to add to this, thankfully. You were at, They were at work all the time? I was a latchkey kid. I just came home and watched TV and played with the dog. It was great. That, that in was... Voss, North Dakota? In Voss, North Dakota. Actually, yeah, my mom had a hair salon built. My dad built really? my mother a hair salon onto the house. So wow. I would come home and like... Okay, do you know where um, Grand Forks is? I do. Okay, go north about 30 miles, take a left. There's a town with about four houses in it. Stop there. That's boss. Okay. That's and then boss. you could walk to Canada. Almost. I mean, well, conceivably you could, but it's, it's still like, it's if, if you like hiking, sure. Grafton? Yeah, it's uh, we're about 10 miles from Grafton. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Voss is an unincorporated community in Walsh mm-hmm. County, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. That, that is its entire Wikipedia article. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's was the whole right thing. There. That's it. Yes. <laughs> oh, That's it's, it's 3.9 miles west of Minto. Yes. The famous, we used to ride our bikes to Minto. The famous city of 604, <laughs> Minto, <laughs> North Dakota. When I lived there, it was only 400. We dreamed of going to Minto. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I was brought up. Well, I, I grew go. up rural, but not that rural. No. This was Gamora. This was just a, a <laughs> wasteland of, of sin and vice and, well, it is. and wonder. You know what's great about that? Is. <laughs> so. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, what's wonderful about that, he grew up in Winnipeg, David Steinberg. He comes on the morning show once a while and he goes, Tom, 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 when I grew up in Winnipeg, Coming to Minneapolis, St. Paul was like going to Paris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Paris? Yeah. Well, Andy's big dream now is to move to Rapid City, South Dakota. Andy wants so. to move to Rapid City. Hey, it's beautiful in Rapid City, yeah. South Dakota. You should move beautiful to Rapid City. Beautiful and cheap. Beautiful, uh-huh. cheap. Uh, the, 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 they've upped their restaurant game. I blame diners, drive-ins, and dives. The whole <laughs> oh. world is full of great food now. Yeah, that's okay. true. Uh, that the internet true. makes everything accessible. Um, although, again, I still love Minneapolis uh, just because it's an amazing city full of Which amazing things. Is but, either uh, one of the major universities in Rapid City? I don't there's think so. Oh, no, there's one there? in Mitchell. I don't know. Where, I don't know where anything is other than my wife works at NSU, which is in Aberdeen. Okay. 
And it's, I don't think it's a major university, but it's a wonderful school. And it's very affordable. And you should send your kids there. And they should become art majors and take ceramics. Yeah. <laughs> Our kids it, 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 You're welcome. It, it's funny. My son is an art major. Oh, you oh, should go to NSU. We have an excellent. <laughs> perfect. They have graphic arts. Right. It's a very well-rounded. And, uh, and does he work in that field? Of course not. Oh, oh, he's already he's already graduated. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought there were a lot of jobs in graphic arts. Yeah, right? that's what I there thought are. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe all I out, the subject. Maybe he learned that three D modeling is horrible and sucks. Well, <laughs> I've tried it and it sucks. We just had a comic con. I just worked. I just met a guy who works for uh, DC and oh. for. Um, mm. I mean, that's another whole like the special effects yeah, guy kind of different. thing. Well, no, he drew. He literally drew Batman, and he did a Superman, oh. and he did uh, a bunch of those things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's there. I, I, again, I think it's who you know. I think. Uh, yeah. I think it's all a matter of connecting with the right people. Yeah. And, oh well, yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah, we were bummed. Oh. Yeah, we were bummed we didn't have a comic con here this year. Well, that's weird. We didn't. I know. Wizard World. Yeah, I thought we had two every year. No, we? yeah, we didn't have one this oh. year. We had a fan, oh gosh, what was it called? Like fan something, which is kind of. Like That's small... what ours is. Ours is Fandacon. It's yes. really tiny. Yes. Mm. No, we had Wizard World Comic Con here mm. last year, and we've had it in previous years, but this year they didn't. And they have one in Chicago, but then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, this market's probably not the best one, but they're having one in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are, ta- like, at least in, in, in our town, people are just taking it upon themselves. But it's a whole network. Mm-hmm. We didn't get very many Wonder Woman cosplayers, which kind of bummed me out. I like <laughs> that. Yeah. We got a lot of Harry Potters. We yeah. got a couple of, but nothing. Uh... Usually the one I see all the time is Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, or... that's a great one. We had no Harley Quinns. Or Deadpool. And when it, Deadpool, when, yeah. Also a great one. Yeah, when we uh, had Comic Con here last year, there was Didn't a guy walking around in a Deadpool costume, and it was a nice costume. I mean, it had like leather and all that, and he even sounded like Ryan Reynolds wow. when he talked. And I got a picture with him. I have a mad crush on Deadpool. <laughs> Tom's like, what in the? Is it the Burns or is it? Is he got to be wearing the mask? The or mask. How does this? Okay, that's the one superhero he does like is Deadpool. I like that. Deadpool's yeah. great. That was good. So when you lived in Voss, were you on Harem Street? (laughs) (laughs) Our streets didn't have names when you lived there. That's something that came in recently. We lived on the street. I I ask because Harem Street is the only street. (laughs) Well, it's it's a U, and then it kind of there's an offshoot. So there was my grandfather's house, our house, the elevator. Sauters, Irene Rajishka's, the Rogellas, and then my dad put a trailer park in at the end. And my friend Steve, who was like seven, would tie his bike up with a rope like somebody was going to steal your bike in Voss. I'm going to bike to somewhere else. Yeah, and then we, but but we like we were free range. Like we played on boxcars, on literal train cars. We would climb on top of them and run across them. We had an abandoned. Um, uh, a great uh, a combine that was made of sharp rusty metal oh, that yeah. we would climb in oh, and play on that. That was Did our you back cave. Shots every year, at least? Never got hurt. <laughs> Literally never got hurt. My dog was a Norwegian elk hound and he would chase cars and he got he got his leg ran over like Ooh. four times. Oh. Lived through it. Oh, yeah, he was amazing. So we just take him in, they'd fix it, and then eventually him and my grandfather had the same limp, which was adorable. <laughs> Well, there's Which, 16 yeah, we played people. With fire and glass. There's 16 people living there right now. So, when, yeah, when is Andy, that more or less than when you were up there? I thought we had like 29 people when yeah. I lived there. They're so losing we're population. losing population. Voss might right. not be around much longer. Oh, somebody will have a baby. Young people left. They yeah. probably did. I can't find any demographic. It's a suburb of Minto now, so you know oh. the the big executives that moved to Minto <laughs> might go there to get away from the hustle and bustle. Oh, here's an interesting <laughs> fact about Minto. There are two black people there. <laughs> no! You know what else there are? No. There's two Elvises. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that there's two black... Two Look, Elvises. when I was a kid, I grew up on, on the comedy albums of the gentleman who we no longer like, but that we used to love, uh. and, and on, like, 70s TV shows, you know? And so for me... What I, I and and I some people find this appalling, but I was like seven to ten years old before I was in the presence of a black person, and I yeah. wasn't oh, like yeah. I was like, oh, you're yeah. like on TV, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like it's not fair to assume all black people are celebrities, <laughs> but when I was a kid, I really I did. Better. Like, yeah. you know, I thought I was. 
they were the coolest people. They were they did all the stuff I wanted to do. When Andy asked you about Voss, I thought he was going to ask you when you lived in Voss, were you on heroin? Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to say too. Was it heroin or heroin? If I lived there now, maybe there was a big meth kind of burned down half of the countryside there for a while, and they were like, "We don't know what to do about it. We're a bunch of Norwegian farmers. This isn't a thing. We just drink beer and ride motorcycles." Mm-hmm. But here we are. Yep. Welcome to now. Those meth labs, not very safe. Oh, no. yeah, Turns even, out. Even like Elk River. Which is, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, that was bad. I'm uh-huh. sure with the internet, there's a lot of information available to you to tell you how to make meth safer. Mm-hmm. If you know where to go on YouTube. <laughs> hey, Alexa, order a fire extinguisher very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in L.A., they were doing them, and this was before Breaking Bad, they were doing them in Winnebago's. So people would be driving yeah. down the road and their Winnebago oh. would blow up. Free meth ever. Everywhere. It reminds me, there was a pro football player when I was growing up in St. Louis. His name was Kirby Criswell. Mm-hmm. And I was working at the U.S. Attorney's Office one summer, and he was brought in on drug manufacturing charges because he had a, he had a uh, chemistry degree. He was making his own drugs. Wow. <laughs> it's like, huh. dude, you're playing in the NFL. Why do you need to yeah. manufacture? Was it like a Jay Leno thing where it's like, I'm going to keep my NFL money yeah. and then I'll spend my drug money? Right. Like how Leno would keep his Tonight Show money yeah. and spend his stand-up money. Yeah, to be did, fair. Yeah. And he, he walked into court with a shirt like this <laughs> and a pair of shorts and flip-flops on. And the first thing Judge said... Yeah, this is your arraignment, but if you ever come back in my court dressed like that ever again. <laughs> well. It's like, <laughs> To be fair, if you make your own drugs, you know what's in them. So there is that. Sure, but if yeah. you're selling them, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Was he selling them? Uh, I think they tied in the intent to distribute, mm. but... Probably. He, because right. you make it sound more like artisan meth. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. It's like it's got a little bit of cinnamon, there's a whisper of cayenne. Oh, it's delightful. You know, I'm it's a gourmet. Six... Yeah, yeah. It's, that it's... was... Yeah, I'm 50. That was 40 years ago. I was... Wow. 50... I was 16 working mm. at the U.S. Attorney's Office. It was a summer program. What, what was the guy's name? Kirby Cris, Criswell. Kirby Let's see if Criswell. I can find him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Kirby well, Criswell. The NFL still paid pretty well then, didn't it? Mm, that was right before it really the salaries got. But okay. at that point, they were making pretty decent money. Yeah, but I like I could see a cheerleader now, even like I got to do something. Yeah, this this they job don't sucks. Make any I like the last sentence of Kirby Criswell's Wikipedia article. Criswell never played in the NFL again. <laughs> it's like a short story. Yeah, he went to prison for five years. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I got to go to this trial every day because they would let me go. It was like, entertaining. Hey, you can go. Was That's he good? Nice. He was starting. He was an idiot. Was he meth good? Do you, th- do you think it was like... This guy's inhuman The fact. secret sauce <laughs> is meth. He was, a, I think, a white defensive lineman. Huh. For yeah, the they have some pictures of him, and well, that's good. I, think it's a I suppose him, if I your initials are KKK, you want to be white. I suppose. <laughs> that does seem to be a white. Kirby Kevin is, Kirby. It totally is. is. Meth is very popular with the Caucasians. Yeah, from my oh yeah, it is very. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Every group has its own drug. Yeah, it's sure. It's a white crack. Because yeah. the CIA arranges. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 conspiracy the CIA theory. arranges <laughs> it. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, because with. White people, it's meth, but with black people, it's crack. Right. But with rich, both black and white, it's, it's cocaine. Right. It's cocaine, mm-hmm. that's true. That, yeah, that was heroin's the... going everywhere. Yeah. Heroin's, yeah. yeah, but that's just people with back problems. Yeah. That's not really a... <laughs> that's different. That's a whole different thing. There's no poetry coming out about any no. of this stuff. That's the difference between now and the 70s. Like, there's no Lou Reed's. But if you go to Yelp, some of those reviews are just oh, <laughs> fantastic. I suppose that is true. Are there Yelp reviews for just heroin? Well, it's just like, oh, somebody had a back problem because this Yelp review is just... Well, I'm sure they uh, get Yelp reviews for what is... corner has the best heroin. Probably. <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, there's got to be a dark And then they're probably hiring people to put bad comments on that corner right. so they can come right. to their corner. <laughs> Look, everybody knows that... El Serpento has the best heroin. <laughs> El Serpento. One eye of Joey's horse, not Andy so much. Andy is on fire today. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> I, got I almost sleep. ran I over. got sleep, yeah, for oh. once. I got sleep. I went to sleep at like it's one, cool which for me is early. One in the nice. morning? Yeah. What time did you get up? Go to sleep up? more often. Uh, 11. Go to sleep. Okay. 
That's Maybe a good it's because he faced death. Was that yesterday you almost hit him? Yeah. I was on the way home yesterday. Yep. I almost ran you him down. You got worn out because he didn't need to get to the <laughs> Were you rollerblading or something, or what happened? No. Oh, Have you already Tom told this story like seven times? We told it in the first hour. <laughs> yeah, he was, I get what was Yeah, I was walking home. He was walking and home. And it was in the raining, to rain. be fair. Yeah. Pouring rain. So the crosswalk says walk. So I start walking, and I almost get hit by a car. The car drives away, and then today, Dad calls me, and he says, Oh, sorry about almost hitting you with my car. And I said, That was you? <laughs> you didn't even know it was me. I had no idea. Doesn't but did you know that it was over? him, I guess, is the important question. Yeah, I did, because I, I waved to him, and you looked right at me, but you didn't know it was me. That was weird. But were you waving to him while he was bouncing off your hood? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a very different way. I was running over his foot. I was running over his left so foot So he doesn't when it know your car? I know. I've had that car for five years yeah, now. Yeah, your car's pretty. Well, it was he raining. I couldn't see. He didn't recognize you, Tom, because his life flashed before his <laughs> yeah, eyes. His life was busy flashing before his eyes. He was in kindergarten. No, I didn't almost hit him or anything, but I just I felt bad because I just, uh, you know. Because you clipped him. <laughs> I didn't clip him. I didn't even touch sent, him. Sent him spinning across the walkway. <laughs> You guys are mean to me. I just have to point that out. Really mean to me. I'm just telling you, it's just the way it is. And I, you know. When we lived out in Dayton, I was driving down one of those little country roads and I saw this deer dead on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Tom totally killed that deer. <laughs> I called him up and I'm like, Did you hit a deer this morning? He's like, Yeah, how did you know? I'm like, I vibed on the deer. The deer's ghost told me that you killed him. Avenge me. Boy, look at the time. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Tom and Hart Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because you know they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking. You know, I had Priority Courier Experts account rep in here about a month ago and... Who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the Twin Cities' largest, most reliable on-call courier service. What's that number? Because the next package is... Going with Priority Courier Experts. Already dialing 651-748-4477. Priority Courier Experts. Can we help you? Can you ever... Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Kicked in. Oh. <laughs> Cassie was editing the first hour. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was listening for uh, yeah. listening for one of the swears that you said. Yeah, it's all your fault, Tom. What did I do? And I have over people. Fault today. I have prednisone brain, so I prednisone <laughs> brain. I saw something very disturbing on Facebook. Oh, art, well, that's a day. Art, I know it wasn't me because I don't go on that crap. Or educational. Or educational. What? Hmm? It's either disturbing or educational. Okay, mm. what is it? Take the word sagging and flip it. Ga- oh. Gassing? No. Sagging. Oh, yeah. oh sagging. Yeah, we don't want to you know. Oh. Yeah. 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 Interesting. <laughs> like, I saw that and went. Catherine said huh? doesn't know what we're talking about. S-A-G-G-I-N. I, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He goes, oh. oh. I put it in oh. A. S. Yeah. Sagging. But some things yeah. aren't just a coincidence. Yeah. So it's like that whole race car thing. Backward race car or backwards is race car. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they call those wow. when you spell when it's spelled? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah Fufa, a man, a plan, a canal, Panama, a foof. It's the longest pan- palindrome ever. <laughs> that, was, that was in National Lampoon magazine, actually. <laughs> Former gopher tight end Joel Otto. 
Gerald Otto was named backward and forward. It's Otto. Oh, yeah. O T T O. Yeah. Otto, Otto. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of those. There are some good ones, actually. You look, you look for palindromes. There are some really, really good ones. <laughs> I know. But a man, a plan, a canal, Panama is the longest one ever, apparently. Wow. They, How long? You. That must have taken forever. If they didn't use a computer, and I don't think they did. No, no not that's, that's been around for a while. You're yeah. absolutely right. So somebody sat there and, and smoked and a lot that. and probably did that <laughs> and drank coffee. And and went, Come on. There's two things on, yeah. on uh, Netflix on those guys. From um, Na- uh, National Lampoon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's an amazing. They're both great yeah. too. Yeah. There's what, a documentary. What, what is it? Um, I forgot the guy's name. There's a documentary. Will Forte plays and the guy that's founded right. National Lampoon, mm-hmm. and he's also the guy that wrote Caddyshack, and he wrote Vacation, and he oh, died yeah, this yeah, yeah, really yeah. sad, yeah, depressing it was, death. Uh, Doug Kinney. Doug Kinney. Yeah. yeah it was Doug Kinney. And then there's a movie. There's a movie and a documentary. Do you hear what? Yeah, I saw him both. He, the guy changed the world. I, I saw mean, him both. He did. He was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, one of my favorite things about that, literally, the month he died, mm-hmm. National Lampoon put a cartoon in the magazine and was just a sign on the edge of a cliff that said, Doug Kinney slipped here. Yeah. <laughs> That's really That's the nice. way to do it, right? He plummeted to his, took, he took off his tennis shoes. Yeah. And his glasses. And his glasses. Yeah. And jumped off the cliff. And, yeah. and some of his friends won't buy the fact he jumped. They think he slipped. Right. Well, but why would you put your gla- glasses? Your right. glasses right. and your and shoes are a neat little. Right. At the same time, what are you going to do with your glasses after you're dead? Unless you're like, I hope they donate these. Pass them dog to another kid. That'd be good. <laughs> there you go. What a good person. Oh, that was not natural at all. All of a sudden, <laughs> sorry about that. And by the way, I should mention that in the movie. Uh, He's going to use them anyway. <laughs> the there are no good pictures of me. In the movie Animal House, it is Doug Kenny who looks at the camera and goes, yep. "What it was supposed to do, you moron." Yeah, yeah. Great. That was all, my all before I Phenomenal. even knew that was him. That was always my all-time favorite line. Do, Absolutely, moron. and I love how what a mess. Like Caddyshack shouldn't work technically because no, it's a ridiculous right. and it's you're and it's right. amazing. It's one of it my is. favorite movies ever. He hated it. He yeah, hated I'm it because sure he, he thought yeah. it was going to bomb. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Bushwood, a dumb. Bushwood. Uh, d- <laughs> <laughs> d- hey, I wonder how much it went for this dump. <laughs> and and the Hollywood people figured because at first when they released it they thought it was bad and then when it took off that's why they rushed. Caddyshack 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, Caddyshack. Which, oh, was, yeah. which, which, which yeah. made it terrible. Jackie yeah. Mason. Right. Oh, yeah. Jackie Mason Didn't was work. in it. They were like, oh, hey, money. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, Jackie Mason, at the very beginning of Caddyshack 2, walks in the clubhouse. He looks around. And he goes, you do realize if the Nazis had won, the entire world would look like this. <laughs> 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 like, That's really nice. Really nice there, Jackie. That's great. I don't think I ever saw... I, I, you know what? I think I chose not to watch that movie because I did not think... It, I, why, why ruin yeah. a good horrible. thing? No. It was horrible. And yeah. I love Jackie Mason. I do too. I, that's but he's not guy. Rodney Dangerfield. He's not Rodney no. Dangerfield. That's a whole different... And you know the story about Rodney, how he was upset with the movie Caddyshack. Uh, well, I, I remember the part that he, he kept talking directly to the camera, yes. but I didn't know I don't know why he was upset. He said, hey, uh, they came over and said... You do a really good Rodney Dangerfield, by the way. Yeah. I'm not going to do any lines because yours is too good. I don't, I, I don't know why. I have no idea why. You, you You're nailing similar, it, though. You have a similar voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, you. Yeah, you do. I don't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I'm going to do it from now on. Hey, Catherine. <laughs> By hand like that, you get a free bowl of soup. See, that's why. Free bowl of soup. That's why I didn't do it. No, I tell you, honest to God, he. But he was very upset, and the director came over and said, "Why are you upset?" And he goes, "Nobody's laughing." Right. And he goes, "Well, you can't laugh. We're making a movie. Right. We can't laugh at your jokes." <laughs> it's like Rodney. Yeah, he had yes. no idea. He had no idea how it worked. No. And uh, that's Harold Ramis's kind of got his toes right. in the water on that yep. one. Yep. Um, boy, what a great movie. It was. Well, you remember me talking about that um, uh, Yacht Rock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. whole vignettes. Yeah. Yep. Well, in one of the episodes, it's the guy who who uh, paid all the money to have Caddyshack done. Mm-hmm. We need a theme song. And oh. that oh, that's was the right. premise of that episode yep. was him uh, getting somebody to, right. to do the theme song for the movie Caddyshack. Yeah. 
Well, you know, the, we got a uh, we got a pool, we got a pond. The pond would be good for you. The pond would be good for My you. My brother yep. still says that. I don't think he even knows what he's quoting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's been it's saying it for so long; now. it's just part of his vocabulary. Chevy there are Chase. things like that that yeah. my friend and I say, and then we're like, "What is that from?" Right. We've been saying it for a decade. Yeah. What is it? God, Chevy Chase went after Saturday Night Live this week. Yeah, he did. Uh, he went he after Saturday Night Live with a big. Yeah, he does. It's because he's old. But, but I mean, he how, aged he's not, not that well. old. He's he? 73, but, but this it's is, not that old anymore. He sounded yeah, like Chevy Chase on Community, which was oh, yeah, like yeah. five, seven years ago. Yeah, it was. But looks... now he sounds old. Well, well he... big boozing and drugs will do yeah. that. Too. I was just going to say enough. there was an article. I'm clean now, and nobody in Hollywood right. will hire me. Oh, is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, Dan Harmon took a big chance, and it was like, I love Chevy Chase. Bring him in. They fought constantly. He was rude to Donald Glover. He was hard to work with. He's got all these issues and but he was always kind of the guy that nobody really liked right i no mean he doubt. was always difficult they did not like him he was always well they, he was a rich kid who got into comedy oh i didn't know that yeah and i know because i know i remember bill murray did a checker speech on saturday night live right. where it was the nixon speech and right. he's like i don't remember the the gist of it but he talked to the camera and said look i know i have big shoes to fill mm-hmm. and then bill murray took off and became bill murray and we still all it love bill wonderful. murray no matter what he does well they only Filmed one scene together, Chevy and um, mm-hmm. really, Bill Murray. yeah, yeah. That's the pool or a pond scene. The pool or pond scene is the one they filmed. Yeah. Cannibal, cannibal because coming. They did not like each other, coming. and they mm. they just seems like they were together more than that. No, nope. okay. They were never together in the movie except for that one scene. Yeah, Bill Murray almost they, didn't do the movie because of that. Right? Didn't he? And oh, they no, I'm sorry, he did the whole scene. Oh, he did um, Ghostbusters because he wanted to do the Razor's Edge was the thing. Yeah, and I just I yep. watched the yeah, first five right. minutes of the Razor's Edge and it's horrible. It's horrible. Boy, Ghostbusters is a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. I've never heard of the Razor's Edge. It's there's not, a reason. Not the do racist edge. I said Razor. Do you have, I didn't do say you have Amazon Prime? You said the Prime? racist edge. I heard it's you. Razor. Do you, do you have Amazon Prime? No. Okay. I don't. I have Netflix. Yeah, have Amazon sucks. <laughs> and I, I'm not, not quite one, as good a channel. I'm not going to be one of those uh, minorities who buy uh, jailbroke, as they call it. I have a question for you. Uh, How much longer will you be a minority? Because it's getting close. <laughs> well, we will always be minorities because we don't exist. Even there are, there are more black people in the world than white people, you're still a minority? <laughs> Come on, in this country. It's building on fire again. No, no, <laughs> no the sun came out again. We are, we are a couple of million broken condoms away from everybody just being the this same. kind of yeah. whatever that is. This yep. muddled group. Yeah, yeah we need Mighty. some good music. We need, uh, yeah, yeah just pot's going to be legal soon for everybody. And um, just kick out some jams and it'll be fine. One of my favorites. <laughs> we'll just be Americans. One of my favorites of all time, your great uncle, I guess, young Jim. Young Jim. Great guy. Really good guy. He's a bohemian bohemian guy from a very small town. And he said, he comes up and he goes, hey, Tom, you you grew up in North Minneapolis, didn't you? I said, yeah, I did. He goes, I got to tell you, when I went in the Army there in World War II, we all took a shower and the black guys came in. Boy, they got some peckers on them. Remember when he said that uh, to me? Yeah, I remember being shocked and dismayed that he would say that to you they when he's never met you before. Well, how like that's really like that's a compliment, that's, right? It is it's a compliment. Like, hey, man, Absolutely. I didn't know, and here we are. Was how great. about that? I was great. I was going on one of my Sunday runs one Sunday morning. Phenomenal. And and these this younger white female and this older white female was sitting in the lobby and they're talking and I. Came out the front door, was Gary going to run, and I have a pl- I put my keys in the key that key box mm-hmm. that we had, mm-hmm. and I heard the older woman say, "So you have blacks in here?" And I was like, "What? The <laughs> what? Heck? No, that's different. That's different." <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I was standing there like, "What do I say? What do I do?" And then her next line, and the girl, and the younger woman, went, "Yeah, we do. We, you know." And she's kind of trying to like, and she goes, and the older woman goes. I think that's just great. I think that's oh, fabulous. Yeah, go. there you and go. And I was like, okay. oh, okay, all Here. right. Didn't I, didn't over, I didn't overreact. I, I waited. Well, that's your even keel, that's why. Right. Well, just, I, like, I hear that from time to time when I sell somebody a house that's in a blended neighborhood. Their blended. grandmother will come over right. for the first time mm. and be like, did you know that you've got some... Mm-hmm down the street and they're like yes we do and we're fine and they're fine would you like to meet them and then they're like oh 
this is because they're from tiny towns. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, it just threw me off when she first when she said like, "Wow, what?" Do I? And then she yeah. said, "But I, th- oh, I think that's wonderful." And it's like, <laughs> okay. I can go run now and not say anything. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Just don't invite him to your house, lady. That's all right. <laughs> because, you know, with Philip and JB getting in a fight Christmas Eve, that was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. A arguing. We'd just argue with each other. That's the problem. That's all you two ever do because you, yeah, have, you d- have, have different well, you have viewpoints. different outlooks on Philip life. gets way out there and it's like, No, not Philip. It, it's, it's funny because there's a guy, um, his senior year of football at the U was 1980, my first year here and he's from st louis too and we would actually go home together for the oh, holidays because yeah, yeah. he drove and whatnot and right now he's really struggling with the the university athletic department because he doesn't think they do enough for black athletes which I, oh yeah i have to look at him and say ken what more do you want <laughs> oh really yes and he and i just That's argue and argue and then, uh, and all of a sudden, I stop and go. It's me and Philip all over again. Just yeah, well, that's true. Just different age groups yeah. that see it totally different. I mean, we're, when he was, he and I were in school there, we graduated at thirteen percent. Now we're graduating at seventy percent. And he said they're making up the, the 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 stats. And it's like, no, you can't because if you do, you lose scholarships. Yeah, yeah you lose that's this, true. You lose that. That's true. I said they make sure these kids get out of here now. I said, back when we were here, they didn't care. You guys played for four or five, four or five years, and it's like, okay, see you later. Yeah, that's true. That so, is very, very true. Well, that. traditionally, that people in the athletics program had lower graduation rates. Right, for and, everybody now, across and the now they are higher than the general population of the university by it. It ain't even close. I no. still love the that's fact good. that way back in the day, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it was, that they were rigging tests by – Having every basketball player write a paper on the menstrual, menstrual cycle. cycle. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. What was? Story. How does is so that they wouldn't get it right? So that they wouldn't. No, what, so they did. The... Well, she did this one. What was her name again? Oh, I don't remember oh, her name. Oh, oh, oh. But she oh. wrote all of the papers for them, and she did it on the menstrual cycle. <laughs> what? Gotcha. And never changed any of the wording. No. Uh, wow. It was all exactly the same. It's, it's that the, is a it's well thought out plot. It's the same last name as the athletic facilities over at St. Thomas. Yeah, it uh, is. That's exactly it. Ganglehoff. Ganglehoff. Dan yeah. Ganglehoff. That Jan, was her name. Jan Ganglehoff. Jan Ganglehoff. And I actually, you know, Quincy Lewis is now the director of uh, the M Club. He, he will swear <laughs> Clem had no idea what that woman was doing. Oh, I'm sure that's true. That she was just a renegade person, thought she was doing the guys a favor. Mm. I love Clem because he put S's where they didn't belong, belong. and took them off where they did. It's like it's way, uh, what, uh, Willem Arena. Right. It was Williams Arena, and he would call it Willem Arena. Willem mm. Arena. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But he would go Red Wings. No, Speaking of the menstrual, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there you go. In any case, Spencer Dobbs tonight, tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Royal at Comedy Royal Theater. Royal Comedy Theater. Mike is off floating around, huh? He's taking a nap right now. Big baby. It's, it's a good day for a nap. Well, it's nice of you to come in. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. It's nice uh, to meet you in the flesh too. It's nice to meet Thank you. Thank you, everyone. A pleasure to meet you. Take care of yourselves. Have a wonderful weekend. That's all I have to say.